Like if you had the Seth Raman National Library, would you put the Constitution, say, in the front when people walked in, if you had the original document there? Uh, yeah, I, it, 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 it puts people in the seats. Man. Oh, well, there it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ladies and What's gentlemen, wrong with that? I, am I supposed to practical. be reverent, not reverent enough? Should it be next to the Bible? Hello, and welcome to uh, While We're Talking About Rabbits. Uncle Seth joins us today. He's going to bring us his gatometer. You got to see this thing. It's essentially a political uh, survey that leads one directly into hell. But don't tell him that. On Watar. Hi, everybody. Hey, <laughs> Uncle everyone. Seth, I'm laughing because you 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 brought us something this week. Um, in the midst of all this war stuff, you brought us a political the meter. Yes, ray of light. <laughs> this is the ray of light for you, new world light people. You you do a political survey. Yeah, this, is a little, this is a little bone to my people out there. <laughs> I know there's two of you, <laughs> one and a half of you. <laughs> uh, if you've ever listened, if this is your first time, you know that light people are people of the enlightenment, people who love reason. Uncle Seth is one of my dear friends who is one of these people, we think. Uh, and then there's this old world where, uh, you know, things are different. And this show explores the two worlds as we try to figure out our work overseas with First Things Foundation. And so Uncle Seth comes on from time to time. Today, you've brought us something we're calling Uncle Seth's God-O-Meter. You're calling it that. <laughs> You're calling it that. That's true, actually. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I think this meter does something like help you understand and see clearly in a way that maybe the old world would say that's God doing that or helping that. And this is your mind or your reason sort of going through the, the paces. Yeah, I so I think so. I think um, I use well, I use this to introduce my students to um, politics. So I think it's very important for them to learn the language because um, my view is that everything we're going to talk about tonight is life. So if you may mean like it's a godometer, is politics my god? Um, uh, yeah, life is my um, living of life is my god, I guess. And so okay. this is yeah, go ahead. That shows up, you know, later in some of the, this is all coming out of the Pew Research Center, but Seth's test is yours, right? Yeah. This is your test you created, but we were working on some Pew resource numbers to try to make sense of Uncle Seth's test, which you're about to take with us, at least parts of it. And in there, your people, the light people, they scored highest when it came to two weird things before we hit your test. One is... Light people scored higher than American conservatives, who I don't know if they even qualify as old world people, but the light liberal people <laughs> scored again. <laughs> they scored higher on feeling about. wonder in the at I'm, the universe. They scored higher than that. You your people, the light people, new world yeah. people, yeah, who who scored highest for atheism on the, in the Pew Research, yeah also scored highest for feeling wonder when observing the universe great great higher than conservative yeah, evangelicals i think that is super interesting um What's that about that i think that it is about 
I don't know. I would like say math that. and nature. It's like you guys um, going. Yeah. The wonder of the, um, that we are, but a speck on something, uh, bring, you know, whereas you think you're really part of this. Oh yeah. We're the gorilla. We're the 200 pound gorilla or whatever. 5,000 right. pound gorilla. That's right. And we realize the you're just the significance of our place. So then we turn it inward on our life. Wait, that's where that. So because you're insignificant, you become significant. Well, I think your life becomes significant when you realize that this is it's a one way trip and there's only one trip. Oh, I see. So what you do. That's, That's right. partly why you have this gatometer. Correct. That we're about to exactly take. right. So I think this this meter get, really quantifies how you're going to go through this existence, which is your life, which is you know the God. I guess I don't know. You call if, it the God. Maybe. If do you ever feel when you say some of this stuff that Andrew should play like unicorn and candy music? <laughs> I feel like. Andrew, can you cue in some some candy music or unicorn? I'm just but a speck. See, the old I know, world. I know. I, I, I hate they, to use those, but you do. I, ladies and gentlemen, he does hate to use those sentimental, yeah, moral cliches. Anybody but, that is anybody has heard me on this podcast before knows I've done the same thing where I don't like if John says something about, you know, I know God is there in the <laughs> look of my daughter. The smile the, of the baby. In, yeah, that's right. Come on. Dude, God so, is there. That's the wonder. That's why I'm so disappointed with these American conservatives who scored less on wonder than you light I people. Love, I love that they made a separate... Uh, category for American conservatives because it really shows you they understand um, how how that's a that's its own sort of monster. Them, American the American conservatism, right? Because they just lump that in with religion later on in that pew. Yeah, they do. We'll we'll get into that. Okay. It also. You're not a Hindu, but you'll be very fascinated with what the most conservative, most liberal, quote, religious groups are. We'll get to that. Okay. So you think we should share screen on your God? I think so. I think it'll be I think it'll be easier. It's just a simple test that I give to uh, my students because I need them to. I think that the mo- one of the most important things they're going to be able to do is engage um, in the process. Okay. Not, the, so the process so, of process of how the world works and um, and so and politics is how the world works on some level. Absolutely, absolutely, it is sort of the the owner's manual. Now I know everybody's going to write you some scathing thing about, you know, (laughs) boy, Seth is really missing out on the most important part of life and all this, you know, uh, um, but let's face it, you know, you are like, (laughs) let's face it. (laughs) Maybe. 
Let's maybe, face what. But face what. I'm a pragmatist. I'm a pragmatist. Listen, I know. They don't have yes. a question about uh, music there, and I think music is incredibly important. They do have questions about religion here, and so or religious views. Yes, this is one um, of the issues. I they don't have with. many spiritual questions, but that's where why we got you. you well, know? I want to do this. I want people to hear. So one of the can I just riff before we take our first question here? Yeah. Before we do our first question. Yeah. If you guys hear the way Uncle Seth is breaking up, even the difference between religion, spirituality, politics, you see, you see the taxonomies, right? You see the categorizations. This is the new world mind. Yeah, and, that's right. And I always wonder how you put it all together. And then it, it's something like practical living or something like living for the next day in order to prepare for a rainy day so that you can, you know, do the things you want to do because your mind is directing you in a certain direction. And so I want to accomplish the goals that lead me to that direction in that direction. It's really like day by day, That's pragmatic what you're living. Doing, I would say that's you're doing the same thing. I mean, um, you're, you think you're the only difference is, is that, I am doing things um, in the direction of um, knowing, and I mentioned this before, that knowing that this is a one-way street and you think up at the end of your direction, you're going into some off-ramp to something else. Hmm. Hmm. And you're going, and your off-ramp is dirt nap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Yours is seated at the right hand of the father. Yeah, well. Look at you! Were, you retained some of your old Episcopal language there. Oh. Although, if you went back to an Episcopal church today, they would no longer use the language of your youth. And just warning you of that. All right, I got. Let's do this. I sound negative. I'm positive. That's, That's a positive week. Okay, great. Don't you feel positive? I feel very positive. Um, things are great. We're sitting here, two years after the beginning of this pandemic this is really the anniversary was saint patrick's day it kind of is down here in chicago kind of is two years and two years and to know that some really cool cities like chicago and new york still have vaccine mandates <laughs> <laughs> well let's get right into this first one so pandemic. let me just here we go let, but let me just set it up so i want these kids to know the language of politics so i teach them what is the political spectrum um what do the terms conservative liberal um uh, mm. uh we do ideologies we do parties democrat republican blue red i give them just about these terms that you can really organize and understand where you are then we take a little um survey uh, I never talk about my own personal views for those of you that think I'm some evil indoctrinator. Uh, and mm, then mm. honestly, I, I have never in years of you keep it clean. You keep it clean for that clean. one quasi conservative well, kid. Well, the, in whole, Chicago the whole point is, is we room. do debates. So we go through this, then we debate every issue. They have to debate both sides. You don't get to choose one minute. I point to them and say, you are oh, liberal. Okay. Flip it yeah, around. Yeah. You're liberal on euthanasia, and then I say you're conservative, and then I blow the whistle, and then they have to swap and find a new partner. Now they're so it's really just to get them engaged awesome. in um, being part of the system because everybody can say they hate the system and don't be a part of it. And you know, those people that you know, it's like those guys that would say, uh, or the girls that would say, uh, 
you know, I, I don't play games in dating. I'm not a game player. Then even you're not at being a game player is a game. That's your game. That's That's your game. The game is going on. You can say you're not playing it, but you, I'm not sending kids out into the game without knowing the terminology. Well, I I want to say one thing to that in the Pew research center. I want you to know this. They reported do you know who said they're not playing the political game more often than any other religious group? So this is all the religious groups in the United States asked a question on uh, who's most conservative and who's Great. least conservative and who's most, most neutral. Do you know who won the neutral not playing the game contest? Orthodox Christians, 48%. I noticed that. Answered, I noticed that. I was we don't play. That, that is a real feather in your cap. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good, right? <laughs> that is. That really is. That's like the only one of the most prized categories. That's all we got. That's all yeah. we got. That's a good one to have. We're still generally don't think abortion's that cool, but you're like, eh, I'll live with it. <laughs> right. We report ourselves as neutral, and you like that. Yeah. By like the way, that. we will find out where you stand on Ukraine and Russia. And Great. I'm in. All right. Pandemic. This is one of the questions you ask your kids. We're not going to do all of them. Um, okay. They're cool questions though. And, and you, by the way, we can, can we link this to your, can we link this somehow to your, like a, your school drive? Can we have a bunch of people just click on this? Uh, sure. Anybody that wants it, just reach out. I'll give it to you. Um, yeah, we'll put it on. We'll put it on. Send then. it to you. It's uh, and obviously this is for, you know, middle schoolers. It's every number one answer is conservative. Every three is liberal Liberal. and two is moderate and so they can just get an idea of where they are with a total score at the end we won't do that but uh they get an idea well we'll, so you and i will take some of these questions right now and we'll add them up at the end okay so first question is on the pandemic yeah in the midst of the pandemic the issue of masks has been fiercely debated where do you stand i can already see like eighth graders just sweating it out (laughs) one you would write a one here if you let people decide for themselves if they're going to wear masks it's a personal decision two you would you would score two here make people wear masks in certain places but otherwise let them decide and three you would write down a three if you think people should be made by the government to wear masks to keep people safe um one, two, three. So we're scoring. And should as, I write down the answers? Yeah, write down your answers and we'll add them up. Okay. So I'll tell you. So are you asking me what my answer is or what not I'm, yet? I, I'm okay. interested in this. I think this is really interesting. I don't have a problem with your with your um, methodology here. My okay. question is: Is do kids? Do you feel that they're are they mimicking when they go to answer this or do they have, is it heartfelt? Well, mimicking meaning what their parents. Yeah. Or yeah, because new- we also do a demographics lesson along with this. Why do people vote or feel the way they do the number high, highest correlated uh, you know, it, it, we've got wealth, we've got race, we've got gender, we've got urban versus rural. We've got um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, area of the country. There's so many things that there, we have religious level of religion. The one that's highly, highly correlated is just history, par- parental 
thing. So are it they does correlate. Yeah, 100%. I mean, not 100%, but it's super high. So so everybody's going to do this and you're mimicking somebody you're mimicking the the uh your fathers your holy men when you're answering these because you yeah. are yeah so Agreed. everybody's doing it well we i think it's 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 how we it's how we engage knowledge is through the people we trust so here's sure. a question absolutely in Haiti so when i taught in Haiti I would do some of this stuff when I taught geography and politics to the kids at this little teeny little Orthodox mission, they would either not answer. Cause they would go, I don't know. It was really interesting. Opinion was frowned upon or they would just say what their mother told them to say. Right. Right. Isn't that so are you, um, yeah. That's I very mean, old this, world. Yes. But this is, something that is in the new world. We just, I mean, exactly what you said. We mimic the people we trust. And so um, I'm guessing you did a three there. People should be now I'm guessing. No, based no, on- no, no. I can tell you, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what I did and then I'll tell you what I think. Good. Um, Go for it. Um, uh, model new worlders would say. Okay. So my, my here is a number two for me. And I'll tell you that. Um, That's for, make people wear masks in certain places. Yes. Otherwise, let them decide. Yeah. Um, I would say probably new worlders are, I don't know. It depends. It's, I don't know that this really is a perfect, I mean, are all new worlders liberal and all old worlders conservative? I don't think so. On this one, I would say that probably New Worlders say a three, maybe, right? For sure. Okay. And it's been my experience during the pandemic. Okay. Okay. That yeah. People, right. on this that the government okay. is to be trusted here. The government's a proxy, sure. say, of science. Sure, sure, something. sure. And I realized during in the last two years, as we're really right here, I, I just thought of it. St. Patty's Day was the shutdown here. Um, that you cannot force people to give it <laughs> and uh, we thought you could. I we tried see. to force oh, it to be. It's interesting. So in some ways that turn toward mandate uh, I, I force, yes. That, yes. that you even see now is something that the new yes. world maybe shouldn't have dabbled in. Shouldn't have done it, no we shouldn't have done it. And it was been so easy to do a PR campaign. Like I was saying right before the shots came out, um, especially when the uh, Trump was, you know, downing the vaccines and everybody on the right, which, was, is, which is weird though. Cause he was going to name them. Right. He's, he's a warp speed, baby. <laughs> so, um, but what I was saying is this, it's an easy win right here. You just, every time somebody go get, gets a vax, Give them a little, hand them out a little American flag, and you have instantly usurped from conservatives their mm-hmm. their dominion over this uh, patriotism. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Y- you know what I mean? But and then it wouldn't have been seemed as like you're going against the flag, which is did you. Did, w- 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 I joke with you on the show, your people. When did you start to get uncomfortable with some of your people's activities with the mandates? <laughs> when Karens were running around 
<laughs> like with their fourth dose is that when you got you're like hey karen maybe they don't want to try to catch up like all in the next six months all four of your doses like their fourth leeching <laughs> you're, um, you're very refreshing my I booster leech people, i can hear people right now who watch this who know you because of the show are saying oh thank god i thought he was gonna i thought he was going down with that ship no, I, no, I just realized that it was not, um, it, it, you cannot force people to care. Okay. Yeah. I know you don't like that. You don't that like care it. You part. Think That's so very much. Yeah, I know you don't like it. I said, give it the first time <laughs> that maybe was that better. I don't, I don't worry. I I'll say, I'll say this. I think you're, you're the new world. I think. Science, also known as Mr. Fauci, they had trouble actually demonstrating that the product was a type of caring. No, it didn't it, seem to stop. It it didn't well, seem to matter. Right, right, right. They they didn't do a good job of that. That's a PR job. But when oh, you I don't think the product to, did that though. No, no, uh, for sure the the protected the, other people. I think the PR you. on the product didn't do it, and your even your uh, your people would say the point is is that um, the product, you know, ninety five percent of the people who died after they uh, after the vaccine came out were the people that didn't get the vaccine. Right. So it just was a framing that was uh, that was wrong, you know, and it didn't get. So the product didn't sell it in that way. You're right. You're right. Well, well it didn't help so, that your president was saying, well, if you get the vaccine. Yeah, for sure. You can't spread it. It was very not yeah, good. That's right. These guys are, you know, it's a clown posse on every side here. But I'll say <laughs> guys, when you're you trying say clown posse. That's funny. But but I'm telling you, when you're trying to send a message to people who have walked into the store and on principle decided they're not going to buy, you're you're not going to sell. It's like yeah. your side was yeah. coming into a timeshare thing and we have to like bamboozle you into <laughs> believing this message. Here's the message. Get the shot. You're not going to die. And I'm going to give you an American flag. That's, that's all, you know. And so, all Guys, right. So this guy, it's, it's true, though. That's your practical new world self. It's true. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's go to another question. So I, I scored on that. Um, we'll oh, get back. To, I scored a one, meaning uh -huh. just of course. people. I used to always tell you this, um, and I'll just put it in an orthodox context. A lot of the folks out there are listening. If a bunch of people were going to church during the during, I went to Pasca during the pandemic, like the very yeah. beginning in that first April. Yeah. And if a bunch of people went to that church and then they all dropped dead, guess what? They wouldn't go back to the church. I don't know how to okay. tell you that. That's not hard to figure out. And people okay. would have all said, whoa, whoa, whoa. But it wasn't happening in ways that were actually affecting humans in a way that made them change their behavior. Okay. So I see that. The reason that you don't wear... Um, well, the reason that you wear shoes into a restaurant is the fact that that you've seen how much destruction uh, wearing shoes into uh, or wearing bare feet into a restaurant has done. And that's why you follow that rule. Well, I wear shoes into a restaurant to respect the other person. 
or to respect so the owners. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't wear a mask to respect and also. Well, hold on, hold on. But who's see? It's just a function of trust. Who was telling me these things? It wasn't my beloved, you know, aunt or my wife because they weren't experiencing that. And yeah. so who, who is who, telling you no shirt, no shoes, no service, the government? Well, the, I'd like to think the people where I'm going to eat are telling me that because no, they, cho- they chose that. They chose that's a health thing. Well, why do you think there's, I there's, know, but the health thing th- grew out of the local man. Why do you think didn't come from are, space? It, this felt like it was coming from space. This felt like it was coming from a faraway place named the CDC. Yeah. Planet Collective. And you are yes. a, you are on planet individualist. <laughs> you know <laughs> along with going- your along with your favorite individualist, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well known oh, for well, his well, well known for his staunch libertarianism. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. We've well well we got a lot to go. Immigration. Oh, okay. In recent years, this is your question to students of yeah. of, of whom we all are at this moment listening to this. And I'm sure that, you know, over the years, I've had a couple of uh, parents who always support me doing this, always. And I always send this to them. And then some of didn't like my framing of the questions, but it's hard to be. Oh, um, good luck. Yeah, it's just impossible. So I tried to do my best. Go ahead. So this did not get you in trouble. Not this one, no. Okay. In recent years, the U.S. has made it harder for foreign nationals to live and work in this country. What do you think about this? One, keep the immigration laws tough. Immigrants take jobs away from Americans. Uh, The second thing you could answer, and you would rate yourself at two, allow limited immigration so long as immigrants don't burden the nation's resources. The third answer, a three, ease immigration control. We are a nation of immigrants and their contributions make us stronger. I'm answering. What do, first of all, before you tell me your answer, what do all old worlders answer? Great. So I think in the old world, immigration laws being tough are natural. It's a natural thing. Now, the problem is it's not, I don't think it's demarcated along what we call national lines, but I would call it along ethnic lines or language lines or uh, perceived family lines, right? Lineage or tribe. Okay. But you can make some seriously tough laws, say in West Africa, about who gets to go where. And as long as you did it properly, meaning according to the right lines, the right ethnic lines, most people would get it. You wouldn't, they wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, you're taking right, away right, right. my freedom of movement. They would get right. it in the old world. What would the new worlders answer? Well, I don't know. I can tell you that um, I, I teach my students that when you go into the voting booth, they're in many ways on issues like this or any issue, really, there's no gray area. You're voting for a guy either believes this or this. Mm. And if you're in between something, it doesn't matter. So um, whatever's going on, however you define this in Africa or wherever you are, I'm talking about how does how do we live day to day in our lives and how will you vote? Because um, I do believe in voting. 
Okay, so this, so to a voter in America, then that's right. That's right. Well, now, an old world voter in America, yeah, a new world person in America. Because uh, this okay. this survey is really, I'm sorry, an old world person in America. In America. Um, this is really because this it's designed for my students. So that's what we're okay. So watch this. I took my lightometer test on on Watar. All of you are welcome to take it. You can find it online at our website. Uh, and I am officially old world, just a little bit, but I'm old world. And so I just answered this question and I wrote ease immigration control. We're a nation of immigrants. Now, I want to tell you why oh. as an old world person, because I think that nations language groups, ethnic groups, but nations should live according to their principles as a people. And so an American principle is immigration. And so to be an American is to live according to that principle. And so for me, you should ease immigration controls because that's what America is. In other words, as an American person, I feel like this is one thing that I've been taught through the ages. Hey, so this is somewhere where an old world person is, is taking a strict liberal answer here, which the conservatives in America would just not go for. Okay, so you're going to keep doing this thing, ladies and gentlemen. You see, this is one of the tricks is when you say no when no you trick. say old world, what you really mean is American conservative, right? Uh, n- no, I don't know. You know, the more I'm on this podcast, you would think I'd be getting some clarity. <laughs> but- Dude, I've told you. The old world is the world before the enlightenment. So what I really yes. think American yes. conservatives are is they hold on to God, but they don't yes. hold on in a very old world way. And so right. they become right. this weird variation on a new world thinking person with some kind of anachronistic no, understandings a, a of weird God. variation on an old world person. Yes. So my answer, I think, is consistent with the old world in that I, I think okay, you right. should live according I to think, the principles. Yeah. Okay. I can tell you right now, I, as a new world, uh, new world liberal. Who doesn't liberal. have principles. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Has too many principles. Uh, would answer a three. Oh, we're on the same on this one. But, Ease but immigration controls. But here's the thing. Why would uh, you do that? No, but I put down a two. Oh, you. Oh, I yeah. see. I see the new world. I, I got it. The, the, the classic. Right. Like straight lining right into the vein. New world light person's going three. But you went two. Right. Why did you go so. two? Allow limited because, immigration. Because I think I'm just more pragmatic than your classic new worlder. Right. Right. I, Let me ask you a question. This is a philosophy question. Is being pragmatic related to being principled? I think they're the opposite when I hear that. I don't think it's opposite. I don't think it's opposite. Um, uh, I hold tight to my principles and then I figure out the most expeditious way to get there i think 
but and but sometimes the principle is going to be the slow way and you're going to expedite it by going okay maybe it's not expeditious the most judicious okay i don't think that let me give you an example have to let me give you an example a principle is i'm not going to take that shot because i believe that is and then that means i might lose my job i don't feel like a pragmatic person does loses the job because of a shot that could or could be could or could or not be bad based on principle see what i'm saying i think you as a pragmatic person would take the shot in that case that's right i would and you would your body be pragmatic and take the shot so in this case you're being pragmatic by allowing some immigration but not open i want i want to i want to answer number three um but i understand if we are going to live to um have a long game where we can have a place that immigrants can make it to then sometimes um in the short term immigrants can't come i see so again okay that's also pragmatic yeah that's right you're trying to keep hope alive long term for some people yes let me ask you one other question would you limit immigration based on culture let's say brown beige would you would you put restrictions on beige people as opposed to brown people or would that be part of your immigration policy as a pragmatic new worlder (laughs) no no conservatives would conservatives do you remember they have for sure shithole countries they're doing it they're doing it within the last year you know they're doing it right now let's face it uh nobody was having palestinian flags flying high you know on their facebook you know i know Uh, (laughs) correct here's the next thing though does that mean your limits would be based on random? Because see, I don't think you're going to say random. I don't think I don't you're going to have I, random control limits. I I don't know. I, I don't know this. You know, it's hard. You know, the funny thing is, I've been giving this for a lot of years, but. I I've never really taken it. I've thought about it while I'm giving it, but I haven't really. Oh, this taken is fun. It. Turning it back on the teach. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, you feel like a guy know- that would go IQ on us. Like my control, my control would be IQ. Would you start doing IQ tests to see who can get in? No, I mean, I think that doesn't even, that feel uh, new world to you? It, you want it to be new world. I do. You, you, you want to say the, EU word eugenics. Oh, you for love sure. It. The EU loves eugenics. I mean, they have a history of it. Let's just be honest. Let's do a new question. You want to? Yeah. Yeah. So, by the way, so we both had the same answer to that one. Here's gun control. So, you ask your kids okay. about gun control. And on this show right now, we're trying to figure out, okay, how does old world, new world play into these, these questions, which you're teaching. So, yes. um, What do you think should be the nation's gun policy? Um, One guns. This is, this is, you know, you would put a one down if you like this answer. Guns don't kill people. People do. Anyone who wants to buy a gun 
should be able to do so immediately and without restrictions. <laughs> this is hot. Two, write a two down if you think only those who pass a background check, apply for a license, get training, and undergo a waiting period should be allowed to own a gun. And write a three down if you think handguns and semi-automatic weapons have no purpose other than to kill people. They should be banned and the right to own other guns should be severely restricted. That's a three. First of all, did you just write these freehand? Or did you no, um, I don't know, about 20 years ago or so, I um, found a magazine and they had some of these questions in it. So I pinched those from Pretty there hot. and sort of, you know, ju juice them up a little here and there. I mean, it's just classic, like, it's like newsfeed stuff. Like, this is what we're talking about. Okay, yeah. so. Well, I mean, but listen, this is middle school kids. I have to exactly. have understand no. what are the, exactly. what, you know. What are the simple one sentence definers of a position? Now in Chicago, <laughs> this is a tough <laughs> one. <laughs> this is interesting. What are Chicago kids from? Let's be, let's let the, the crowd, the, the, the people listening know you don't teach, let's say in a tough neighborhood. Is that, would you call yours a tougher neighborhood? No. No, I wouldn't call my a tougher neighborhood. So these are kind of middle school, middle, uh, middle class kids, middle to upper. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Before you do anything, just tell us what they would answer generally. Like what would the majority or great, the three, great majority be? Three. No purpose other than to kill people, be three. banned. Kill, kill. <laughs> so I would think, you think every kid almost Chicago or not? Well, no, uh, no, no, not South Carolina. Yeah. Is what South Carolina's one, obviously. Uh, I have to say, okay. I don't, now now young people because of the social media they're using. But now, the, check this out. Is there an old world answer? Can I can I try yeah, this? That's the question, please. So, one of the things that I would say about living in places that definitely have a ring of say the Middle Ages, um, they have that kind of social cohesion. Um, they're not big fans of guns. Like there isn't a gun culture in the Georgians have guns for sure, but they don't have a lot of gun violence and, okay. and West Africans really don't have guns. Uh, some guys, some, some hunters out in the country, maybe gun culture is not really a thing. So this question would, would kind of be a neutral, like, well, I mean, I don't, Guns don't seem too bad. Now, are they watching Western news? Well, then they want, then they well, answer they, they three. Have, they have no need for a gun policy. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. The, in the Western you know, situation necessitates us having to have a gun policy. Be, because? Because so, it, because fear. these gun nuts. <laughs> okay, is that what you, so you, you feel like... So, so two things before I ask you your new world answer. Yeah. It does feel that the American historical experience, first of all, demanded guns in some way for the right to settle the, the West or something like that. No, and that we never got rid of that culture. And now they're used in everyday violence. I don't know if I buy that narrative. No, no. I don't. Uh, well, 
No, I mean, I really, I don't think that's the case, but they've become a symbol for um, rugged American individualism because we threw off the shackles of the British. Guns were the symbol of that. And so uh, people are loath to give that up. And that's why you don't have a gun because you're not a rugged individual. Just because <laughs> I think... <laughs> I, I, you know, in many ways, it's you're just scared. You're scared. I don't want to associate scared. myself with these people. Do you have you a know. gun? You have a gun in that basement, don't you? <laughs> no, I should. Be honest. Like, would you I own should. a gun? Um, would, yes, I would. If, if I needed to get a gun, I would get a gun. But well, like, let's say, you know, social cohesion breaks down over the next, which it yeah. might in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting a gun, right? Well, I'll tell you, two years ago, I thought long and hard about having some kind of, uh, you know, fail safe. So you did. Yeah, I did. I at did. the beginning of the pandemic, because you saw like too many like, like you well, saw, what like, was happening is if you remember first, you know, there was the the uh, January 6th thing. Um and then it was just like one thing after the other. Then there was Black Lives Matter. Then there was rioting. They, people were storming the castle. Then a lot and, of people in the South were uh, having a, a, a visceral reaction to uh, BLM. Remember those two people, uh, the, the lawyers? I'm forgetting their name. They were out on their lawns. With, oh, know. Lord. Those guys down in Florida. I think that was Florida. No, it? no, no. I think it was in... Um, well, I they came. They came out with their uh, was, automatics. I think it was Florida. Yeah. Okay, maybe it was Florida. Right. The two, and now he's running for office. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like so, unbelievable. Yeah, Even if I were conservative. I just how what gave you the the, the credibility? Because you understand you, the irony in saying when you saw that guy, then you went and thought about getting a gun. No, no, no. I know it's not. It's not when I saw that. It's it's that things were going down. Um, and this was at the point where uh, we thought, <laughs> Dr. Fauci told us yeah, that, he's you know, scores of millions are going to die. I know. That's and another so, thing. So I see you thought like, it was going to go into a Mad Max. If it's going into a Mad Max scene, I'm getting a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason you would answer three is because you've watched a lot of zombie movies. <laughs> so wait a minute this is really interesting i agree with you but i don't what's the visceral problem with guns is it is it just because they're violent i'll tell you one thing because what's happened is with guns is that it has also aroused in the american conservative a bloodlust they don't like the gun they like uh, what the gun does and not that it scares people away. Even they like that. It pisses off libs and that they like uh, the, the idea power. of the power. Exactly. Right. And so that's the sick part about it. All right. So can I ask you a question? There's some people on this uh, podcast that would like to know this. Okay. What do you do as a history teacher, a teacher of social studies, a teacher, I'm sure that you've taught the constitution before. What do you do with the notion that guns exist in this country as a failsafe against the government? It's so ludicrous because 
that's a terrible fail safe first of all Uh, you know give me a break why is it bad i I don't understand well it no it's ineffective it's it's, because the government has tanks yeah well that's not even tanks it's just like you're not going to bring down uh uh especially when you've got the same people who are voting for these restrictive or these uh, non-restrictive gun laws to protect against the government who are uh, voting for a defense budget that is more than 10 times every other company. Wait, weren't Ukrainians just handing out rifles to people so that they would shoot Russians in the head and protect Ukraine against the military? Where are they getting? They're getting those from the government. But my point, though, is, is, do they really think like, you know, like Vladimir in corner with shotgun will protect from the Russian military that's going to send? I mean, it's the same concept. When 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 Zelensky did that, nobody went really, dude, give it up. You got no chance. Well, let's be honest. How long are they going to hold out? Right. So but stick with it. It's a ludicrous idea. I'll tell you this. They have an idea in Ukraine that they're going to hold out long enough to cause Russia some suffering. And that's just the dudes that live down here in South Carolina are saying the same thing. They they may come and get me, but not before I get my pound of flesh. That's fine. I mean, uh, but you don't like that as a as a type of deterrent for the government. It doesn't work for you. uh, You know what? I think that 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 they've used that excuse that it's it's it is for ultimately for protection from the government they've used that excuse to justify something that's baser in them and mm. they they just don't they even they know that's not going to work it it's it doesn't make sense there's a lot of political writing about that but all right i i find that interesting in other words it's in the constitution the Constitution something like mm, sacred document to Americans. Wait a minute. Let's ask that question to you as a new worlder. Is there any s- sanctity in the Constitution? Is there something about it that you hold higher than, say, another document? No. You're shaking your head. People no. couldn't see that. It's a, no. No. I mean, uh, is it's got. What about does it? Does it have sanctity? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. No. I mean, Does it have a special place among documents? Like if you had the Seth Raman National Library, would you put the Constitution, say, in the front when people walked in, if you had the original document there? Uh, yeah, I, it, 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 it puts people in the seats. Man. Oh, well, there it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ladies and What's gentlemen, wrong with that? I, am I supposed to practical. be reverent, not reverent enough? Should it be next to the Bible? Well, I'm going to give you another, this, this should help you. Um, services sometimes thought of as holy. This comes from uh, the Pew, okay, <laughs> Pew, great. Pew Research Center. Great Services, religious services of all types, whatever kind you might go to, where say something like something holy might happen. Uh, those who go once a week, American conservatives answered 50%. 50% of American conservatives go once a week, which I found pretty weak. Okay. <laughs> you new Those worlders. We got. <laughs> well, so that's one new worlder. That's like, I don't know, faux new worlder, faux old world new worlder. You real hardcore new worlders, 
20% of you go something like once a week to the that's holy place. You that's, know, that's not too bad. <laughs> Compared to what? the hardcore, uh, the, the, the people who uh, think the Bible is super, is, is the thing that should be right next to the Constitution, and only five of them go. I know five out of 10. I know. It, I, I guess that that is a maybe more of an indicting number. Yeah. I mean, if God is like present and you're yeah. five out of 10 of you are going, what are the other five doing? Like, oh, just going to stay here and stretch a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> going to get a nap, read the uh, New York Post. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Golden Girls is coming on. That's a tough one. Um, do defense spending, because I think this one's kind of kind of cool. I yeah. think we can do old world, new world with this one. So defense okay. spending. By the way, what did you put for, um, what was your answer for guns? Oh, the gun one. I answered. I answered a one. I don't particularly care about guns. The I guns, don't own one. And a I lot don't. of these, I'm um, t- kind of two and a half, mm-hmm. but I tell my students, you don't get to have that. So I'm going to put a two. I'm coming out a lot more moderate than you are pretty I, moderate. I think I am, but okay. You know. How much money should a government spend on defending itself on national defense? So more, this is one more. It's the only way to maintain our military superiority to protect our people Two, eh, not more or less. Just keep it the same. We're strong enough to handle any threat in the foreseeable future. Three, you write a three. If you think less, with no serious rival to the United States, our money is better spent on education and social programs. So I can, I, I just want to give what I think might be something like an old world answer in this not hard. It's straightforward. You've got to have warriors. The warriors need to be strong. And if you don't have warriors, you won't have a people. And so if you don't have a people, then you failed as a leader. And so, yeah, you got to have warriors done. Now, I'm not saying I agree with that. Okay, but, but I but does that basic necessarily mean that old worlders are choosing one? I'm not sure. Again, we spend more. Oh, than I, see, 10 I see. I see. Other comp, the ten next highest spending companies combined. Think about that. So we we spend ten times we, more than any. We spend other. about over seven hundred billion a year. You take the next heavy hitters. We're talking China, mm-hmm. Russia. The next 10 highest combined are less than what we spend. Well, this is, we know why that is. It's, it's giant contracts with huge corporations that are basically running the. the Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But, and the question is, is how will you vote knowing that I vote? I see. I see. I, I vote a hard three. And you don't worry about what my old world warrior people say. You're like, no, we got man. enough. It's, but you wouldn't go all the way down to, you wouldn't, you, you, how do you know when you're protected in your new world pragmatic way of being? Well, I'll tell you how we know. We know that we spend more than the 10 next highest combined. So in every other judgment or situation, it's not even a, a, what their judgment is, is their capability is only to spend this amount. We are able to spend this amount and eclipse them. And at some point it becomes 
crazy. Are you making this argument, which I find super, super new world and very much it's intellectual argument, something like you don't need to spend any on defense if everyone loves you because you are because you are benevolent, kind and you do the right things and you won't have enemies. Yeah, again, I would love to be that person. Uh, but I, the, it, it's just not what our state of humanity is, you know? Um, I don't think that's, you know, because we're, convince, you can't, you can't convince people to put a mask on. <laughs> How are you going to convince them to not uh, attack you, not attack you because you're so loving. Give me a break. Mm, that's interesting. So you want to do this one now? Yeah, that's, you mean. I'm not laughing. Don't anyone be mad at me. I'm not laughing at abortion. I'm laughing like you are. Seth has been saying, he's been echoing that movie joke for a long time. I believe that's (laughs) Seth Rogen. It's terrible. All right. All right. Real quickly before we go to this, I heard a really interesting argument from a particular relative of mine. And he went to say that much of what's going on in the Ukraine and Russia is is you have two Orthodox people fighting themselves, fighting one against the other. They really share the same culture and they're doing it in part because they've lost the moral high ground, because essentially those two places have the highest abortion rates in the world. Give me a break. Look at his face. A break. That was a pretty interesting argument. That yeah, really interesting. This that's so contrived to try. How to is it contrived? It, Why is it contrived? swing it back to abortion as the the cause of well, war? I think that's ridiculous. Well, this will. I think this will come out in this conversation right now because we're going to ask out. these questions. But out. I want to get back to that. So, abortion. Here's your question that you ask the kids. I'm sure this isn't going to get you fired. Uh, <laughs> well, that shows you. You know, I. I come correct. I'm honest. I'm forthright. And they, nobody gives me a hassle. Okay. I dare you to go just like you are. Ladies and gentlemen, you can look at him. He's a fine looking gentleman, just wearing a sweater and he goes to school. And this time put a big cross around your neck and ask this question. See how that goes for you or wear yeah, because, a prayer robe. But I don't, but I don't go there wearing a uh, Planned Parent t-shirt either. So you're trying to pull something like, you know, I was never one of these believers when I taught. You think you're just like the neutral, like no, Socratic no, no. No, no. I think, offerer listen, of wisdom. No, no, no. I think that any middle schooler with um, some sense, some awareness could figure out who I am. That you're but super new world, that you're a light person. <laughs> probably i mean it's not that, it's not that hard it's not, it's not that hard it's not it's not hard to figure out what i, <laughs> I wonder what that guy stands for no seriously though like they you're right though i guess i was so ticked off because i was it was it was some it was, I forget what it was. It was some article in France about not showing the hijab or something else. And I just thought this is becoming absurd the way people are using these symbols to just go at people. Anyway, so 
uh, try wearing a prayer rope to your Chicago uh, school and see how that goes. Yeah, uh, no, it won't go, go well. It won't go well. Uh, abortion. On the issue of abortion, there is little middle ground. Where do you stand? I like the way you wrote that, though. <laughs> it's ominous. <laughs> on the issue right. of abortion. Get on a, a side. <laughs> Get on a side. Look, little sweaty seventh grader. You're about to enter the you're about to enter the gauntlet. When you go in, you will have an answer. You shall sweat yourself to death. <laughs> Take a position and also get some deodorant. <laughs> Also, if you don't answer, Please. I'm calling you out because you stink. Puberty. <laughs> Where do you stand, little man, on the issue of abortion? All right. Abortion. What is morally wrong should not be allowed under any circumstances. Uh, two, you would write. A two, if you thought abortion should be allowed only in the first trimester and thereafter only in cases when the mother's life is in danger. The third, if you would write a three here, the decision to have an abortion is between a woman and her doctor, period. <laughs> there is God. <laughs> God so reared his head. So this one feels really interesting because I don't think this question is even even I don't even think it's interesting if there's not a God. Um, because if there's not a God, if there's not an ultimate good, then what's inside your body seems really at your whim. I mean, what else would it who else's whim would it be at? Probably, but um, don't. Don't act as if whims are, uh, I guess a whim is easily come by. I guess that's why it's a whim. I don't know why I used whim, uh, no. by the way. But the point is, is that, and I, you know, I, I try not to step on ants. You know, I, there's a, and I don't think whoa, there's Whoa, a whoa, whoa. Is this the old world Seth coming out right now? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So so there's something to that which resides in the womb. Uh, there's there's something to yeah for sure. Um, uh, it, it, I know you're always dying for me to just say it's life. It's human yeah, life. Yeah. It starts when don't we, have a if, it, if it if it's not a life in the first second, then when does it become life? And this kind of business. I didn't. I didn't say all that. But well, maybe I know I that's, say that. I know that's what your audience is thinking. And to that, I say, <laughs> fair enough. I grant you that. Maybe it is life. But if you can be so cavalier about lives in your life, you can send people off to kill and be mm, killed. Mm. You can. Um, give a <laughs> about some eight Leap that about, please. Sorry about that, Andrew. Um, about some uh, uh, people living under a bridge. You do, could care less um, and just get a job, buck up. Then uh, there is a, um, a hierarchy to life. And mm. just in the same way, if you and I pose this to anybody that's listening here, that is uh, a number one on this and is thinks I'm uh, full of crap here. If you can tell me honestly that if you run into a burning building 
a burning Planned Parenthood and there's a six-month-old baby and then a igloo cooler full of 10,000 fertilized eggs and you're going to tell me they're all life and you have a chance to save 10,000 lives or one life if you that I'm not going to believe you if because I think you're going to grab the baby because you understand that there is a hierarchy here and all lives are not the same in the same way that some life over in uh Iraq is not the same as uh you know awesome. good old you know, uh, the 51st, then. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> I love that. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, I've heard that from other I new worlders. And I like I really, <laughs> I, I'm maybe grabbing both, but if I can't grab both, okay. I get your point. No, you can't now, grab both. <laughs> but the other ones don't have moms and dads or they do. I don't really get it, but hold on a second. It, but, okay. I don't want to. Okay, we can try to answer that question. Would I would like you to vial? answer that because I have mentioned this before and I can never get a straight answer from anybody. Well, what is the choice here? I know what you're going to say. Well, well no, uh, okay. wait a minute. You're, say you're conditioned to do whatever. Well, I would just say who who's standing next to the vials of little spermy babes? Who Who's what standing there? Is it a, a human? Like, yeah, a baby, a, a six month old. Oh, it's a, oh, it's a baby. It's yeah. a baby who's not in the womb. Correct. Yeah, I, I would probably grab the baby because okay. I recognize the baby as something like me. Correct. Right. But and, and in the same way, in the same way, if you ran into the building and there was a baby and an eighty-year-old man, you'd grab the baby because you have in you have instantly. Right made a judgment about the value of their life and you put the baby's value right. above that of the old man. Well, uh, yeah, maybe something like that. What, what would a blind man grab? You see the blind man's not grabbing either one. He might just burn his hand on a, on a, a blind man does not see well there. And you so sent the wrong dude into the burning building. No. Right. But here's my point is, is you seem to be sure that you're seeing things properly, but what you're really just seeing is something like an icon of yourself. And so there's something about you grabbing the baby. That's like grabbing onto yourself. But it, if you conceive truly spiritually, you'll understand that all life is that they're, they're all life. You just can't see it. But one of the reasons you can't see it is because you can't see it. Put him in a test either. tube. You that's can't one of the either. problems. You, you can't see it either. You're grabbing the baby. Bro, that Why doesn't make me good or bad. It. That makes me just partially blind. Yeah. Well, in other words, the, the, you're creating a false choice. There's always a different way to, to understand this. You, the, the choice is made by new worlders to create, right, this, di this dichotomy to try to make a point. This is all intellectual. You and I both know that it's life. You just don't think it's as important. But then the question for, I got to ask you this. Rate the lives and importance outside of the womb. I'll give you the test tube because that's okay. first of all, that's dumb. What are they in a test tube for? Well, if you saw a you woman mean? standing with a baby inside of her, you would grab the woman because she has a baby inside of her. The test tube messes it up. But anyway, rate, give me a, a rating of humans outside the test tube. Like <laughs> little Jimmy, who's two <laughs> uncle Jerry, who's 50, but he's unemployed. And listen, listen I'll tell you and grandma. Okay, I'll tell you Let's this. See, rate, rate those I'm, up for us. I'm rate going to. I'm rate going them to. up, Mr. I'm, Eugenics. I'm, I'm going to right now. 
the you remember when the uh fukushima there was that meltdown in japan yeah. okay yeah. and you needed someone to go in to you know i forget what they were going to do they have to bury the elephant's foot i don't know something's gonna they have to go in that all these people our these listeners people, won't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. They're, they're to bury an elephant's foot. No, sorry, I don't know. So, what, it, was that what was that? No, go ahead. Well, go ahead you know, go. when there's when there's a when there's a um, uh, an over uh, uh, a meltdown uh, at a core, it, it creates what's called a an elephant's foot. And uh, oh, and, okay, okay, I got yeah, So they at any rate they had to go in and do something uh, in in. Uh, the reactor or whatever and a bunch of 80 year old people said let us go by we're going to die anyway um even if we you know aren't killed right away even if it takes a time we might have died by the time it took anyway we should go but by that argument wouldn't you save the baby in the womb who has the most life ahead of them no why because what the baby in the womb who's who's just a little zygote or whatever the life we, well, we kind of agreed that it's life that, well, has, that have all of its life in front of it and the 80 year old has very little life in front of it so why not save the ones in the womb who are the got the most life to live and are the most innocent i don't really get it well i don't know their innocence they does <laughs> But they're really, really young. How about that? They're the youngest <laughs> little human around. They're the youngest. You can't get any younger than the one you want to kill. So I don't really get it. Why don't we let them live? <laughs> I don't get it. Somebody's got to die. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just terrible, man. Listen, terrible. listen. listen. Well, they have the most utility. You would think you guys would be scrambling to save those suckers. No, I, I I don't think so. I think that I've seen that there are the way life is is that, um, the you're just, just trying to protect women. You just want to be be sure that women like you after this show, and they already hate me. Clearly, this is a feminist argument. No, I don't believe that. I think conservative women love you, and they hate me. I think mm. I think it 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 transcends gender. Didn't know what to say to that. People, what <laughs> I went, yeah, probably, probably, you know, no, no, I'm sure they are cooler me. than I am. Uh, what do we do with this? This is a really interesting one. You know, the old world answer, right? It's not close, right? If yeah. it's life. So what are you messing with That's that right. for? It's a yeah. number one. I'm a number three. I'm it's, number how three. come, can I ask you a question? How come the doctor gets in there? So what if the doctor's like, what are you doing? You're not going to, I'm not going to abort your baby. Yeah, I, you that. know what? I put that in there just because that's sort of the trope, but uh, it's really the woman. I think that you're very quick to want to save a life uh, here, but not, and, and have it mandated from the government that somebody should uh, have a, a baby, some rapist's baby. Uh, the government should jump in there, but God forbid they tell you to wear a mask to protect somebody's life. Give Yeah, me because it's human. Because, but, but, well, you would... It's human. Yeah, that's what we're talking about here. But if I... I don't want to upset anybody. This is a trigger. 
I don't even know if I want to go here. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to go here. I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> you, you saved me. I'm not even going to trigger. I really do want to say it. I'm just uh, the mask and the scalpel. Those are two different activities happening there. What, okay. Anyway, let's try our last question before I. Well, before we go to another question, maybe our last question. <laughs> um, I like this one. How about going to the Pew? Yeah, I want to go to the Pew for a second. Here's a Pew Research. The reason we're bringing up Pew Research, guys, it was sort of a um, when Seth teaches and uses it, he kind of has this, right? You kind of refer to the way that these things shape up in the big picture, right? The, I, the I believe a lot in demographics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a uh, the most the most conservative this is from pew research uh when it comes to these questions and how they're answered the most conservative people like on seth's test the most conservative the people who are answering one over and over again of all the quote religious denominations in the country i'm talking all types not not just christian but all types the most conservative group Andrew, music, Mormons. 61% of all Mormons answered that they're very conservative. You know who the most liberal are? Who? This is fascinating. Orthodox. Hindus, of which you could argue maybe you have a little affiliation. Yes. Yes. That's weird. Why yes? That's so interesting. Like, you're because not, I don't want my people. I don't want my people on the the Mormon side. <laughs> oh man, you're canceled. Wait, actually, no. You nothing will happen to you. <laughs> you'll be fine. I'll be canceled, but you'll be fine. So Hindus, okay, isn't that interesting? Here's my favorite number from most conservative, most liberal, most interesting number. I would love to hear what people say. Write in the comments. Jehovah Witnesses, conservative or liberal? I saw this one. Here's the I, thing. Isn't it nuts? Yes. 50% of Jehovah Witnesses answered, I don't know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so they were like, I'm out on that question. You're not yeah. fooling me with that question. <laughs> Isn't that it? Or maybe, or is it that they just don't know? Like when they come to your house, you're like, hey, sit down. So generally, like, are you conservative? And they're just looking at you like, um, what do you mean? I'm like, no, conservative. Or, and they just don't know. <laughs> no, they know. Like, how'd you vote? What? Wow. Well, that'd be cool. Jehovah's very don't know. That is know. pretty cool. That's that is wild. really cool. Uh, one other thing from Pew that I found really interesting Um <laughs> and this really is new world, old world. This is interesting. Right versus wrong. So 79%, 79% said it depends. And those 79% identified as liberal new worlders. It depends. In other words, the situation will tell you everything you need to know about whether it's right or wrong. Right. Conservatives. 48% said there are clear standards to every situation. Right. And you know where those standards come from? Your book. 
Oof, now you opened up a can of worms. Well, you know what? I take that back because there's really nothing in that book that was not a, um, uh, n- you know, a no brainer in the well before the book came out. You know, it's not as if this has been, you know, Horace was teaching us this. I see. You know, these are something like embedded through human evolution or something. Absolutely. These values, absolutely, human values, and and that's why we see everything in in the book is just some rehash of some uh, other ancient myth. We know that born oh, of a virgin. Not this narrative, guys. Yeah. Wait oh, a second, see, though. He said the N word again. Narrative. I did. I love because yeah, I actually think do. truth comes through the word, and the word is found in the narrative, the logos. Christ is the word. So yeah, we I can do narrative all day long, but I have a question, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't some of these values just time out, you know, sort of like pterodactyls timed out. How come some of these, these ancient human norm values don't time out? Like, I think they will. Why do you, since they didn't time out already, it's the, it's the long game, you know, like the, the pterodactyls timed out because of that, <laughs> you know, Yucatan Peninsula problem. Uh, <laughs> okay, but why doesn't say like, oh, loving your neighbor, time out? Should get rid of that one. Yeah, it might. It might. I but think it's evolution's happening. The, evolution is the long game. Why do you think maybe it is happening? I, maybe it is happening. You don't um, think human beings can make it happen? Make it time out? I'm going to do a podcast on evolution. Well, a different kind of one. I'm going to right. interview this this guy who did his PhD on evolution because I evolution, if it's starting to be done by the, those who have evolved, is it evolution anymore? It gets starting weird. to be done. In other words, what if you can control what comes next in terms of, say, human eyeballs? What if you can put a third one in using you know genetic recreations and transmogrifications what happens that's not evolution anymore is it or or have we sort of transcended evolution at that point and become like a god um maybe maybe that's not on this test that's only that's you don't do that one god made us in the first place that's only if god made us in the first place i know god i mean Jeez. Uh, hell, you like this. Hell in Pew Research, Seth. I want you to know this one particularly. Hell <laughs> is believed in by conservatives at a 72% rate. The New Worlders, by the way, this is not proper. Conserv- American conservatives are New Worlders. I keep making this mistake. Liberals in this country believe in hell at 41% of a rate. It's pretty high. I thought it'd be lower. It's huge. Ooh, that's a big number for people that that generally don't believe in God, but they believe in hell. Give me a break. Seth, I do mean this. I commend you oh, because you. I, I've been in your classes. First of all, you know what kids love, but you know how to make kids think. Okay. Whether or not, or, or how to whether or not they un-think. do think. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Hold on. I want to say something. You know how to screw them up, but in a good way. Oh Lord. But I thank you, man, for sharing this with us. We could keep going. We I know this like would be 17 of, of these. Yeah, I know. But let's do one last one. Okay. I'm making it up. I'm just riffing because okay. it's sort of current. Um, Ukraine. 
One. Yes. <laughs> one. Uh, those two countries are fighting themselves. Who knows what's going on there? It's got nothing to do with us Americans. Leave them alone. Yeah. Two, Ukraine is a burgeoning nation. It needs its rights. And Putin is an ugly man. Maybe we should give them some guns and help them fight against the evil tyranny. Or three, stop Putin at all costs. I'm with Ukraine. And a, wear your mask. <laughs> you know you're a three <laughs> no i'm not i'm not a three i think i think i'm a two but with the addendum of the mask can you make can you put the two and also have the mask in there i think new york city just mandated you have to wear a mask with a ukrainian flag on it <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you, though. We talked about this, and then we'll, we'll wrap up in case you're one of the people still listening. Thank God for you. Uh, I love this, though. This has been fun, Seth. Yeah. Um, Facebook recently allowed people on Meta to yeah. say things like kill Putin and kill Russians. Yes. And they allowed that by changing their policy on it. threatening human it. life. I love it. <laughs> They're, they're allowing that. Yes, you can threaten human lives if you're on the side of the of righteousness people. or something. What? Righteousness. No, no, no. No, no, no. If you're on the side of people who will bring us money. Ah, so if you're. And I know you guys worship that. You worship uh, fr uh, free market. And no, but that's Meta doing that. That's that's not that's that's oh, a, I see. So the cake store that won't make a cake for a gay couple is th there's one rule for them. But then tell me where how much you how successful you have to be before now you do don't have uh, that ability. OK, if I could frame this, I think when a Christian couple bakes a cake and then. I don't know, two gay men go in there to get a cake for their wedding and the Christian couple won't bake it. They're citing something like private, their private rights as a business to deny right. service. And you're saying Meta, yes. Facebook, whatever, yes. is a private company that can deny rights and also allow people to say, kill Russians. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm cool. So I think you're making an equivalency there, right? Well, that's just one. The, the whole point is, is that and th this brought, was brought up when we had our cancel podcast. Mm -hmm. There are consequences to certain things. And the only reason that Disney got rid of that woman who was like comparing something to the Holocaust. I can't remember. There was something that happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and was that ultimately there are more people out there who gave a that she was doing that and didn't like it then there were people that thought it was okay that was the star wars actress yes correct and so and, oh so you're just i see so so, so it's so delicious because you you all are stuck now you 
being old world. Well, really, actually, American conservatives, but Correct. we'll go American with American slash conservatives slash old world sort of monster. <laughs> grotesque monster. It's the thing. I get it. It's like the conservative yes, thing. Correct. I get it. It's like, you know, teeth are growing in weird places and right. hair. Right. There is, it's so delicious because now you, you're exposed as uh, one of your great platforms is gone. And you can't have it both ways. The free market platform of being the able to The free market platform, correct. Because Meta is operating as an as a, as a corporation, free to choose what kind of policies it Correct. creates. And they're going to make a choice. They're going to make a choice that's best for their business. And a lot of people want to see posts of Putin getting threatened. Okay. So they're responding to the market. Yes. To the, they're responding to the killer market. <laughs> <laughs> it's booming. <laughs> they're responding to the hate market and they're this, like, this Hey, is good. this yeah. hate market's popping. I need to this, respond. Well, to that's this. the only market that always sells. <laughs> okay. Know. Now meta does that. Google jumps on, I don't know. Amazon jumps on the American yeah. government jumps on and pretty soon you're okay with it. It's all good. As long as each one of those is something like independent in your mind. They this can, is what it is. This you is think those is. companies not, are independent even, of one another. It's not even that I'm okay with it. It's just what it is. And you guys fought for it. And now here it is. And this is what you are going to reap. Okay. okay? I, I think and I understand your people that what you're saying. It. You guys did it. And now, again, you want to blame us for this? Give me a break, man. I see. And so, but now be, be something like a fixer. Like, okay. but I want to fix it. I want to fix it. Okay. Yeah. Like it's going, Oh no. Okay. I'll pretend just do me this favorite. Last question. Act like you want to fix the problem okay. of meta now saying it's okay to kill people okay. or of, of just this free market monster out of control. How would you control the free market thing? Okay. I, you know, I want to say right at the outset that I it's beyond the, you know, the tipping point. So it's, it's cooked. Late. It's cooked. But if, if I were somebody who believed there was hope, um, then, then I would uh, go back to that whole thing you were saying earlier about, you know, believing that we're going to be people who can all get along. And, you know, if, uh, you know, I can win you over with, uh, you, you know, you'll buy the message because I'm was so kind that I sold that message to you. And then we're all going to be one happy collective. And I see. So you're not, this is, this is our next podcast, ladies and gentlemen, you're not interested in the fix in the sense, cause you just, you don't, you're not wired that way. You don't see hope. Well, you, you, there's no way human beings come together to fix this. I think that I, I no, I, I don't think so. Sort of the road we're on. I mean, now this may be short-sighted because um, I've only been around 50 some years, you know, and so what I've seen in the 50 years, but it seems like um, we are, because of, again, we've talked about this in the other places, um, other podcasts, the Americanism and what's been exported to the world has become what this country is, which is 
individuals uh, do or die. That's it. And if you think you're going to try to come back and there's going to be some grand awakening of uh, something other than that, I just don't believe it. And so I don't have much hope. So all I can do is I can still fight for what I think is probably a losing cause because there is um, there is something to be gained, I think, from fighting for something, going down with the ship, you know. But from a, again, a pragmatic point of view, I, I don't think so. It, that, ladies and gentlemen, sounds like a man who would roll into Macy's with no mask and say, who gives a <laughs> It's all burning down anyway. <laughs> Stop listen, looking at me. Listen, as no, I will not roll in without a mask. That's, it was weird. As, Suddenly listen, hope. Hope, as hope springs eternal from my mask. <laughs> no, no for, but for all the for all the grandmas out there who I could kill, I love you suddenly, but otherwise it's all coming down. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. And I don't know what you think is going to happen for, you know, is there some sort of rapture or something? I don't know. But if 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 we're if you're not around on this planet or somewhere and then how is our species going to progress do you think in uh yeah the or, yeah actually the worldwide culture we're not even talking about empires like the romans or so like what's about, like how does it work how does, how does it, it end? how does it play out for the, the us the the world all right old world in particular, Orthodox, I think this is also similar to many other Christian traditions, heterodox, whatever. I'm just giving it to you as it goes, is that man grows further and further away from God. In other words, from good, from that which is true, that which they are meant to be. They grow further and further away because they keep placing themselves as God over and over and over again. And then at some point, it collapses in on itself and someone rises up to fix things called antichrist and then that particular group of people or person then runs something like a human experiment that demands the end of the world which comes in the form of something like the resurrected christ to fix stuff up in other words i'm with you <laughs> exactly. humans aren't fixing exactly. this we're not long the, for this in our fallen way yeah, yeah that's right so you've become an orthodox christian tonight ladies and gentlemen i want to thank you for that magic trick i just pulled no you <laughs> have to do is get back a long way around a bunch of podcasts to get here <laughs> dude you're only did that you, far from the font did you have any um did you mine any uh questions for me that people or comments that people didn't like you know what i didn't prepare oh, bro God. i was I had a busy week last week and you know what i didn't um i can i do have one person that always has one comment i can share it as sort of a running comment and he's a good friend and he writes me after most of these podcasts and he goes, I would so have a drink with that dude. <laughs> so I'll give you that positive cred. <laughs> and let me put it this way. He is not from Chicago. So he, I think a lot of people agree with him. All right, man, we're signing off. This was good. Seth, uncle yeah. Seth, 
much love to you, man. Thank you for uh, guys. Doing thank this you with so us. much. As always, really a pleasure. We'll do comments next time when we see you in about five yeah, or six weeks. Make them make them nasty. Yeah. <laughs> see, see you guys. Much love. All right, Seth and I have done it again. I kind of like that even more than I thought I would, to be honest. A little levity in a very unlevitous world. Is that a word? No, it's a heavy world. A little lightness. Chevy Skagimar dose, that's to you, the victory. That said at the Georgian, as in Georgian Republic, KP table, sometimes called a Supra, we're opening up a restaurant. In April, we're serving you food, but mostly we're serving you love in the form of a nonprofit restaurant in Greenville, South Carolina. You should come. You should go on one of our KP journeys. We're opening up again. We're trying to take people to the Georgian Republic this summer, all summer. You tell us the dates. We help you go. You should get into one of our weekend KP journeys up to Appalachia, where we have some projects. You should also consider assisting us as we try to help some folks on the Ukrainian Polish border. That's right. We sent an emergency team, two of our field workers, to go and do simple refugee work using hands and limbs to assist. We were able to do that. Thank God. Definitely, definitely keep in touch. It's a busy, busy month at First Things. Nakwamdis, au revoir, and peace out.